0: Hey, good afternoon, Top Fans. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry bringing Joe back into the clubhouse to discuss his team and their midseason report card. Now, Top Fans, when Joe mentions his team again, you cannot sleep on this team. If they do not make the playoffs this season, they've got a great shot for 2023-2024. Do not sleep on them. Joe, welcome back and tell us who your team is. Uh, My team is the Baltimore Aves. The Orioles, hon. Huh? So. That's right.
1: You cannot
0: <laughs> sleep on the Orioles, Joe. Tell me, All Star break, did you expect to be forty six and forty six this season? Oh heck, no. Nope, not one bit. I was hoping the uh,
1: maybe ten games under five hundred. You know, best case scenario, but not five hundred.
0: Yep. Yeah. They so. exactly. I listen. I was surprised. You guys got a lot of good young prospects a lot of good young prospects and you're tearing it up over there you just had a what a 10-game winning streak or something like that yeah we won what uh 11 the past 13 yeah yeah so. so tell me about the team tell me about the positives and negatives leading up to the all-star break I mean, there's a lot of pie po- we could be on here for hours talking about your guys' positives but tell me a few positives a few negatives that you see with the team uh i think one of the bigger positives, seen the pitching staff going better
1: since uh, they called up Adley. I think Adley calls a great game. So I think he's, uh, he's developing pitchers. And he also, you know, grew up with them through the minor league system. So they got that chemistry going. You see that coming up now into the majors. And another positive is just the clutch hitting. I mean, we're getting the different clubhouse guys that are making it fun kind of like uh, Ruggie, Ruggie Adore he's he's the one that brought the uh, the home run chain introduced that so the guys are embracing that I was at the game a couple Saturdays ago and those things are flying off the shelves the home run chains everybody mom dad they're all wearing them so that's that's a positive and I think Brandon Hyde is actually turning out to be a decent coach I'm not gonna lie, I was uh, have,
0: have my concerns about them. So, right, right. No, I listen. You guys, what I love about your team is that everybody, when they talk in or AL East, who do they talk about? Yankees, R- uh, Red Sox. Right. Sometimes the Rays. Um, yeah. Sometimes so- the Rays. Sometimes the Jays. But we're the little brother that's been uh, forgotten. Yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys are the little brother that got called in before the streetlights came on. Right? Yeah. And everybody else is still playing outside until the streetlights come on <laughs> yet. You guys have managed to show some teams a lesson, right? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. What are you thinking? What are your, if any, I mean, 46 and 46 for your club this season already, tell me about what you're thinking as far as any type of negatives right now where, where do you think you're weak uh i'm still thinking
1: we're, we're kind of weak on the uh i don't know the, the mid relievers our closer i like i like lopez a lot uh okay. it's just our, our closers and uh maybe some of our i mean we got a lot of speed but some of the lower guys not hit like Jorge Mateo, and, you know, I said, rugged into the door, he's only a bat, and, you know, he's below and there's a line. So, but that's, he, he still
0: brings that, he's got that chemistry, that little leadership. So, so is Max Muncy. I mean, it, there's, yeah. there's that leadership characteristic that isn't quantified in a batting average. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, go ahead, I'm sorry, I interrupted you.
1: No, uh, I was going to say, and also maybe, uh, I don't know if there's any distractions with the trade because I've been here down this area. There's been trade rumors about, you know, get, uh, the Mets getting Trey Mancini. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I don't know if we're going to be buyers or sellers. So that's we're right there on the fence.
0: So Trey Mancini spends his summers or spends his off season or a decent portion of it uh-huh. about three miles away from where I live. Wow. Okay. Right on the beach. Um, Very nice. super nice dude. I haven't met him. Uh, my wife's, one of my wife's best friends met him, uh-huh. um, and, uh, said he was a super great guy. She didn't even know he was a professional baseball player. Like he wow. doesn't walk around and say, don't you know who I am? I'm, you know, he's not that guy. Uh, super good guy on and off the field. Uh, I would hope right now he's kind of your franchise. I would hope that you guys wouldn't sell him off, but that's just, <laughs> Me personally, I mean, I'm not in Baltimore, right? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. do you it's feel about different. selling him off?
1: I I don't want to. I mean, I get it. We have to maybe get some pieces, some more prospects, but you know, Trey is right now the heart and soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, he's the franchise right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, he is, and he's. I honestly build your franchise around him. Forget about Machado, right? As yeah. much as you guys may or may not have liked Machado. He was not. I mean, I, I guess I'm just a Dodger homer, but <laughs> I, I don't like the way that he he plays the game, even when he was with the Dodgers. Spikes yeah. Uh, out, he, that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, he, he was dirty. He's still dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every time when people are saying, oh, you know, so and so's replacing somebody at third base, I'm like, let it be Machado. Let it be Machado. <laughs> let it be Machado. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right, so we got the positives, we got the negatives. Okay, we're coming out of the all-star break. Thursday and Friday, we start up again. Tell me about what you're looking for. You've got a relatively good schedule because you spend a lot of time playing your own division, which mm-hmm. the other teams do too, so you can beat them up. But but tell me what you're looking for. Uh, I'm just looking for a lot of people. I don't expect another 10-game winning winning streak.
1: Uh, I'd just like want to see them start. Taking two or three, maybe split series, not going down, you know, because they've progressed so much. They had that fight to get to the 500. And I think how they see it right now, that they got that confidence. The, the confidence is there. I mean, seeing them when they're under like 10 games under or whatever, you know, they kind of they, they still had the fight, but it was just that one spark, something sparked, and they just got on that roll and they, they got, they're getting that swag. So I just want to see them start doing what they're doing right now. Just, just keep it up. If they don't make the playoffs, you know, oh, well, you, nobody expected you to. But if you do, hell, that's
0: awesome. Nobody expected exactly. you to. So it's, Yeah. Coming out of the break, I think you guys have a very unique situation because you got three with the Yankees at Camden, right? Yeah. You got four with the Blue Jays at Camden. Uh-huh. and then you finish off the month with three in Cincinnati who Cincinnati is really really struggling
1: yes, so
0: sir. again to your point and then then you go to Arlington who the, uh-huh. Texas is struggling and then you go you come home against Pittsburgh so uh-huh. you've got that kind of 20 game 15 20 game window where yep. it could be a very positive thing for the Orioles uh-huh. my my thing is that in your guys' scenario, you said it perfectly, Joe. I don't care if you guys go on another 15-game winning streak or not. I can care less if you don't go on a winning streak at all, as long as you're winning series. Yep. As long as you're taking two out of three from the Yankees, you take, you know, three out of four from Tampa or you take two out of three from teams that are struggling like Pittsburgh, like Cincinnati. That's what's mm-hmm. going to get you to the promised land. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we've got to do. And that's. uh Hopefully that's their well that's everybody's game
1: plan. But uh, I want to see see them do that because that's uh
0: that's not expected from us this year. And I want to see them prove the naysayers wrong. Yeah, no, listen, me too, me too. It's it's so fun when you have historic teams that weren't supposed to to be awesome that are are playing a lot better than what everybody anticipated. First of all, that's awesome. But again you you nailed it I, and I can't I can't tell you how many of these interviews I do where I ask people would you rather have a a 15 game winning streak or win you know win 10 you know five series or seven series and everybody always tells me well gee the winning streak I'm thinking every time you have a winning streak you feel more and more pressure the next day to keep the winning streak going but yep. if you if you win the first one against New York lose the second one but win the third one you get out of there you know winning two out of three yeah, that's six hundred ball. You can't beat that, right? Exactly. Who cares about the winning streak? The winning yeah. streak means nothing. Yeah, right?
1: and so uh, I mean, it's great for you know, you know, making the headlines and everything. But if that's your only winning streak for the year, you can still be under like five
0: hundred. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah give, give the series win all day, every day. Um, I think Joe, were you on the predictions podcast we did at the beginning of the year? Yep, I was there. Okay. So you met Mikey Bleeds Blue, huge Dodger fan, and he uh-huh. is a huge guy of winning series, forget winning streaks. Yep. And I agree with him. I agree yeah. with him, and especially in Baltimore. You got to uh-huh. take the ones against the teams that are struggling, the, the, the Reds, the Pirates, but take two out of three from the Yankees. See what happens. Man. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's, that's going to be tough, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think we can do it. We, we, got, early... we got that confidence down there. And you're, you're playing at home, too, so you, you got to win your home,
0: home series. On you're only three. And, listen, at the all-star break, if somebody would have told me the Yankees would have 62 wins with their lineup, I would have said, maybe. If you would have told me the Dodgers would have had the best second best record in baseball with 60 wins, I may have told you, maybe. If you would have told me that the Orioles at the all-star break and no disrespect were not only 500, but only three and a half games out of the wild card. I would have said, mm, you might be stretching it there. Show me how we're going to do it. I would have laughed in their face. And that's coming from me. <laughs> that,
1: okay, <laughs> like, good, then, then no disrespect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no disrespect. This guy's got jokes. He thinks the word's going to be 500.
0: You know, yeah. I'm the one I with mean, the egg on my face. <laughs> I mean, listen, it could be worse. It could be the Angels, right? Oh, Lord, yeah. I mean, they Those got guys. the two best guys on the planet. Yep. And they're what, 13 games under 500?
1: Yep, they sure are. I and mean, I actually saw them a couple weeks ago, and uh, those guys went for over. It was that one nothing game that uh, we won. Yep. So that, that was, it was it. Was crazy. But everybody's phone was that
0: for both those, Mike Trout and Katani. Everybody's phone. So I'm, I'm on a text message string with a really good buddy of mine who's a huge Dodger fan and a really right. good buddy of mine who's a huge Angel fan. And when uh-huh. I say huge Angel fan, either he watches live or DVRs, or goes to about 150, 160 games a season. Wow. Yep. Okay. So he's a school teacher. He gets out early. He catches stuff. Like, he will schedule things around games. Good for him. God bless him. I I love that, right? Yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. But we were texting back and forth, and I said to him, I said, and he kind of alluded to this, so I just kind of cleaned it up, and I said, you got the two best players on the planet, and the Orioles have a better record than you. And, he, and I wasn't meaning it derogatory like, like gee, you know, the Orioles suck. I was meaning it in the sense that, listen, nobody expected the Orioles to do anything this season, right? Yeah, right. I mean, if you guys are 81-81, and 81, you guys consider that a win this season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Angels were touted about potentially winning the whole thing, you know, winning the West and potentially going deep into October. Right. Yeah, I know. Like when we did the earlier season predictions before this uh, season started, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I picked the Angels to win the West, as did I,
1: uh-huh.
0: as, as did I. <laughs> okay. So so speaking of predictions, and and I'm going to ask you the hardest question that I'm going to ask you on this podcast. Okay, the final question. You ready, Joe? Yes, sir. Okay. I want you to give your team a grade, a report card grade kind of like the stuff we used to hide from our parents would check the mail right before they got home, that thing, but justify your grade. Don't just say, I give them a C. Perfect. Bill, peace out. Tell me why. (laughs) Okay. So give it to me. What what you got? I'll give them a a B plus,
1: not, not quite an A minus or whatnot, but the reason why the the biggest reason why they're 500, nobody expected them to be 500. The lowest payroll in all of baseball, There's players that make more money than the whole entire roster of the Orioles, so that the expectations were were, you know, basement dwellers, Uh, just having the swagger there. They're bringing, you know, aware. Well, they're bringing baseball back to Baltimore, where they're not talking about football right now. All Star Break. It was it was, OTAs are two weeks away, (laughs) so. So here comes the Ravens, and the Orioles were always pulling the back burner for the past like seven, eight years, oh, and just having that. Now that's that's pretty pretty cool. That they're a B plus. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to go any higher because I feel like I'm a, I'm a homer. So I'm yeah. trying to be realistic.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I listen. I think that's a very solid grade, and I think, like you say, I think they're way overperforming, and uh, not overperforming. They're they're way exceeding expectations. Uh-huh. But I love that. It's, it's good for baseball when you have teams that have histories that are good, right? right. And it's, you know, and it's not fun. It, it really isn't fun to watch a team lose 110 games in a season. And I don't care what team it is. You just feel bad for them, right? Yeah. I mean, you just, you feel bad for them. I, they showed some statistic the other night when the Dodgers were playing the Angels. And I, and I think it was like in the four games the Dodgers played the Angels. Not only did they sweep them but they outscored them like 22 to five or 22 to three or something like that. And, and that's, that's embarrassing, right? <laughs> you, Absolutely. Don't, you feel bad. So mm-hmm. Joe, we got plenty of podcasts coming up. I'm going to have to have you on again. I am so grateful that you've been uh, here to give us a mid season report on the Orioles. I actually want to get you back. Um, mid- three quarters of the way through the season to see where we're at. Cause I, I actually think you guys are going to be knocking on the door of one of those wild card spots. I really do. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm open to
1: too. They, they got to keep on doing what they're doing. So, yeah. um, I'll be happier than a, you know, happier than a clam. If uh, I bet. I bet.
0: Uh, I got to get out there sometime soon. So the, oh, yeah. uh, That's perfect. Well, top fans, this is Joe. He just gave us a midseason report card on the Orioles. He has done a great job. The Orioles are doing a fantastic job. Don't sleep on these guys. Do not sleep on them in 23 or 24. They're going to be a team that is going to be sneaky, sneaky. Everybody always talks about the Red Sox and the Yankees. Um, And now with some of these guys up in Toronto, they talk about these Toronto guys too, but don't sleep on the Orioles, man. You may end up having – four of the five teams in that division making the playoffs. so That's the toughest division of all baseball. Yes, yes, because everybody's at least 500 or better. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So, Joe, thanks for joining us. We'll have you on soon, okay? All right, thanks again, Bill.